Thank you for joining us again on another episode of the Minivan Moments Family Podcast. My name is Nick Calhoun, and I am your host. Uh, I pray that you guys have had an amazing couple of weeks. Uh, it's been two weeks since we last uh, were together, and and like I told you two weeks ago, uh, I had the privilege of being in Nicaragua uh, doing a youth leader conference, and it was absolutely amazing. Uh, I'll give you just uh, some some quick highlights. Uh, we have a partnership at our church with a ministry called Partners in Christ. Um, and their whole mission is to, uh, one, make disciples in the country of Nicaragua. But they primarily do that through partnering uh, churches here in the States with churches uh, in Nicaragua and uh, primarily in the capital of Managua. And, and so we, we've developed a partnership with this ministry. We've been working with them almost 12 years and love their ministry. And so they're at a spot where they've got 37 uh, churches in Nicaragua that they've partnered with, that they are working with on a consistent basis. And uh, and these churches don't necessarily have, uh, all of them don't necessarily have partnership in the States. And so if you're listening in and your church uh, does not have uh, international um, influence or is not working internationally but maybe is desiring to, I challenge you and encourage you to look up Partners in Christ. Um, talk to Garland Alfred. He is the uh, director here in the States, and, and he would love to connect with you um, and get you connected with one of those churches that they've, they're have they working with in Nicaragua uh, to get them a partnership. Uh, but these 37 churches gather regularly, uh, monthly, with their pastors uh, to do training and development. But something they don't get to do often is development for their lay leaders, uh, those youth leaders, uh, children's workers, Sunday school workers, those types of people. They don't get a lot of training because many of them are volunteers, um, are working, don't have the time. And, and so for the pastors to see the need uh, to be willing to come to a conference and bring with them two to three youth workers was absolutely amazing. And so we had well over 100 people uh, come to a two-day, uh, full eight-hour-long day conference discussing um, what it looks like to lead a youth ministry. And we talked through a variety of topics. We thought we talked through uh, discipleship. What is discipleship? We talked through uh, just the general of who is qualified to be a youth leader. Um, how do you lead a youth ministry? We talked through the dangers of technology within the youth world. We talked through some some other uh, topics that are highly related to youth and. Um, and the results and the outcome were absolutely amazing. Uh, the, the, the youth leaders were so responsive uh, to that training. And so I know many of you were praying uh, and heard about the conference. And so thank you so much. Uh, God did some amazing things. It's something we're already looking at uh, doing again next year to continue to develop those lay leaders to, to help them reach that next generation for Jesus. And so uh, thank you once again for your prayers. It was an amazing time. I uh, apologize for not being with you last week. Was just recovering and, and was tired. We had a lot of things going on. And so uh, so with all that being said, I'm excited to jump into another week with you. Uh, and I want to kind of give you a heads up on, on what's going on. So uh, this one's going to be just kind of a standalone week. And then next week is our school system's fall break. And so we're not going to take off. We're actually going to do something a little different. We're going to have a, a longer episode where I'm going to bring in our youth staff, uh, Chase Bright, who works with our middle school students, and then Addison Futural, who works with our, our girls' uh, discipleship side of things. And so they're going to come in. We're going to have a conversation together. I know with fall break, 
Many of you are traveling, uh, you're going to be in the car, you're going to have more time to, to maybe gather together. And so we wanted to have a longer episode, especially if you're in the car, maybe you can take 30, 45 minutes of that car ride, turn on the podcast uh, and just kind of listen in. We're going to have just a fun conversation uh, next week for you all. And then we'll be back to our normal schedule with the podcast uh, the week after fall break. And I'm excited for that because I'm looking ahead at doing uh, two very specific topics. One, um, what is a proper response uh, to this uh, juuling and vaping epidemic? Uh, what is a proper biblical response? How do we understand this from a biblical worldview? Is it wrong? Is it right? Um, how do we how do we interpret this and how do we move forward? But then also the second topic um, is is on sports. And we're going to look at how do we understand sports from a biblical worldview. And uh, at our church, we've got a, a really fun family discipleship conference coming up November 16th with David Prince. He's out of Lexington. Uh, he's going to be coming in and talking about parenting through sports. If you're a parent listening in, highly encourage you to mark down Saturday, November 16th, 830 to 430. It's going to be a one-day conference. It's going to be amazing. Uh, it's going to be really helpful for you as a parent. How do you use sports to disciple your children and impact your culture and your community around you? Uh, and so... Mark that down. So that's some things coming up. We've got the the fun podcast next week, and then we got some some really engaging cultural topics that I think will be pertinent for you as the listeners, both parents and teenagers. Once again, this is designed to be listened to simultaneously by parents and teenagers, and so hopefully you're listening this together. Uh, and so I want to just kind of take some time this week to dive into something that's a, a little bit difficult of a biblical topic, and that is we're going to look at. What areas of disbelief do you currently have in your life? Uh, I know it's easy for us to, uh, to say that we believe in Jesus, but then on a logistical, practical side of our lives, there's a lot of times areas within our life where we don't model belief where we are quick to show disbelief in certain areas. Yes, we believe Jesus for our salvation, but for some reason we can't continue to believe Jesus for our finances, or we can't continue to believe Jesus uh, over our education or over our decision to where to go to college or over our sports team or over our relationships. And so we, we, we trust Jesus with the biggest issue of our lives, which is our eternal redemption. But then when the little things of our lives, oftentimes we display disbelief. And, and this is really concerning uh, because in Hebrews, it talks uh, really about this, this situation that Israel, who saw this major redemption of God, the faithfulness of God, obviously to get them out of slavery, to get them out of Egypt, and to get them to the promised land, but because of their unbelief, they did not enter that rest. They did not get to go to the promised land. And so there's a concerning situation here where as Christians, we've got to be on guard. We've got to guard ourselves in such a way that we are aware of areas of disbelief. In Hebrews 4.12, it says, Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God. What we've got to begin to identify in our lives as parents and as teenagers, what areas in my life do I have of disbelief? What areas are those? Because all of us, I think, have little bitty small spots in our lives where maybe we're not fully trusting the Lord. 
what are those areas? Is it your budget? Is it your finances? This is more probably on that the the adults listening in, but at times is it is it you're struggling to trust Jesus with your finances? Students listening in, is it might be your relationships. And I know that seems petty right now, but it might be those dating relationships, those things that you're really struggling with. You're struggling to trust Jesus that he's good enough to continue to, to wait to date until you're ready for marriage or um, trust Jesus with, um, once again, your academics. And maybe you're just really bogged down. You're really anxious. You're really nervous. You're really stressed. And, but we don't trust Jesus in those, in those areas of our lives. And, and we've got to be really, really careful because this passage says that an unbelieving heart can lead to falling away from the living, of, living God. And that is not what we want. We want to continue to be faithful to the living God. And so the big question I have for you is what areas in your life right now are you displaying unbelief or disbelief? Are you not trusting in the goodness and faithfulness of God? Once again, we can trust Jesus with our salvation. We can trust him with the little things of our life. So what areas in your life are you showing disbelief? And how can you begin to trust Jesus? Because little areas of disbelief can lead to large areas of disaster. Little areas of disbelief can lead to large areas of disaster. So find some time this week to talk openly about those areas that maybe you're struggling in believing and trusting in Jesus with. Uh, maybe see may, may seem small, but we don't want those small things to cause large areas of disaster. So talk openly, share with one another, pray with one another. And I look forward to being back with you next week on another episode of the Minivan Moments Family Podcast. Remember, next week we're going to have Chase Bright and Addison Futrell joining us. So tune in for that episode. Thanks so much.